And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Camera Wooly Show. Across from me is Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And I'm Cameron Woolley. Yeah, so it's a good like twelve seconds right there. You're breaking yeah, records, man. Uh, you're uh, you're on the the, the post. We're not going to reach NHL draft levels of intro for right. a while. I'm saying you're breaking records, like the whole, the Yankees are breaking records for hitting home runs what, in a month. Yeah, all um, big records. And uh, of uh, in a season, dingers. Uh, yes, many dingers. It's a good strategy. Uh, just load up with power hitters. Hit him uh, out of the park and win, very, win games. Uh, not a very good strategy. Not a big fan of the whole uh, hitting dinger strategy. It's, it's working. I mean, I, <laughs> it's working. I mean, it didn't work in the playoffs last year, but. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I got to shore up the pitching a little bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, same thing with the Twins. I don't, I don't see them going going uh, anywhere in these playoffs. I'm sorry to any Twins fans that are listening to this that just had me take a sudden shot at your team. I like the Twins, <laughs> but I just see too many similarities between um, between that team and last year's Yankees. Yeah. Well, I, so, yeah, uh, we've seen it before. It seems like every time I open up the baseball headlines, Yankees are breaking some kind of record yeah. this season. So. Yeah, Glaber Torres um, is the... <laughs> The good first sign. Yankee since, um, or he joins the only Yankee to hit 13 home runs or more in a single August. He joins, um, Big names. Babe Ruth, yes. Lou Gehrig, <laughs> Mickey Mantle, and I think DiMaggio was in there. Uh, those are all Hall of Famers, just in case I have to remind anybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, like, those guys are like top 15 players of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Ruth and Garrig are top five of all time. Yeah. It's good and sign. anybody can fight me on that statement. Right. I, I, you, will, you will win that fight, so I'm not even going to start that fight. How about that? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, let, uh, you know, we always recap the week since we last uh, broadcast. And, uh, yeah. The A's, man. No, you you called all this. I, I, you I called, called all I called this. a I'm just rough because we can never win at the Coliseum. And guess what? We don't win at the Coliseum. I'm not going to go too deep into these games. These are typical Yankee losses. All right. What does that mean? Um, You know, the pitching just is frustrating and just everything sloppy. Homer Bailey pitched a gem. Actually, we covered this the last time. We did. We did, we did, uh, that's right, we, but uh, they lost the next two games. Yeah, the they A's lost, as, uh, Tanaka had a horrible, like, first inning, I think. Yeah, Tanaka was kind of a... Uh, There's the uh, the J.A. Happ game where, uh, you know, just... Oh, yeah, J.A. Happ. They lose 4-6, nothing, nothing crazy, and yeah. the Yankees out-hit them, but just not at yeah, the right got, time. Yeah, and, uh, yeah was, the runners in scoring position, the, those numbers weren't that good. Eh, three for nine, that's not bad, but... Uh, Three for my nine, but ten runners left on base. That's that's yeah. That's, that's not good. Yeah, that's that's not the kind of that's not the kind of game you want to play right there. Yeah, and Hap only goes four innings, so you know you gotta <laughs> yeah. go a little deeper than that, my friend. Yeah, Jay Hap has not been good this year. Yeah. I'll just it's like we know this. It's not it's not news to anyone anymore. Right. That Jay Hap is not good. <laughs> I, uh, home run by Mike Ford. Can we talk about Mike for real? Oh, real quick. Okay. He, uh, yeah. Um, that segues perfectly. Cameron Willie Show Player of the Week. I know we don't break it out early, but you just whoa. mentioned him, Mike Ford. Yeah, which a very interesting story. Let's uh, we'll look at we'll go to the, we'll look at his stats for the week first of all. Yeah, Mike Ford. You know, he's a story of a lot of Yankee players that have come up and just hit the ball and have hit the ball really well. Yeah. So. In the last seven days, he's he's hit really, really well. He has a 500 batting average, 500 on base. So <laughs> look at his slugging. Didn't draw any point. <laughs> he's slugging 1.313. One... <laughs> yeah. An OPS of 1.813. That's like among ridiculous. One of maybe the best slugging percentage we've had out of a player of the week. Yes. Thus far this season. So. Yes, and 21 total bases, everybody. Yeah. 21. <laughs> 21. And 16 plate appearances. He is, God, he's been mashing. Well, not really all year. 
like I haven't really been super open to Mike Ford this year because he's he's eh, he doesn't really hit for contact that well and if you know how I've talked about this team this year I value hitting for contact putting the ball in play Sure, and but what a great story. I started out with the Mariners, and uh, was he a Rule 5? Uh, uh, yeah, Rule 5. Rule 5 pickup. Yeah, so, I saw that today. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, so uh, first multi-homer ho- multi-homer game, hit two back, two home runs. Yeah. First two plate appearances. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, against the Mariners, uh, which you know on their West Coast swing, is um, you know a little revenge against his former team. Uh, typical, typical Mariners. Yeah, it's typical coming from them, you know. Just the Mariners, they aren't. We we know. If anybody knows baseball, they know the Mariners need no explanation for why. Everybody gets all pungent or whatever when people start talking about them. Yeah, it's like ooh, the Mariners. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so he hit four home runs. <laughs> this last seven. Four games. home runs. Four this home last, last seven, seven days. Games. He hit a home run. He went oppo on a Clayton Kershaw curveball. Yeah, which on is, Sunday Night Baseball, yeah. which from a left-handed hitter and a left-handed hitter with as with a finite amount of experience as Mike Ford. Yeah. A young left-handed hitter taking Clayton Kershaw deep to left field off of his curveball. Yes. Which is widely seen as one of the top pitches against left-handed hitters ever. Yeah. One of the best pitches ever. Clayton Kershaw's 12-6 curveball and Mike Ford hit it right on the screws and out of Dodger Stadium. Yeah. So it's tough stuff. I um, you know, n- n- neither of us have ever been uh at at bat facing Kurt Clayton Kershaw. Um, yeah, yeah, but I assume that curveball would. I asked the guy what it was like though. I I, I sat. I, I, I did. I was having dinner with Hunter. I'm like, hey, so Kershaw, what's that like? He's like, yeah, it's tough, man. But he's hit a home run out off of him. So he did mention. Uh, that's cool. He did mention that. Probably the first thing he said. However, <laughs> however, what we've I seen did go in, deep. We see it from behind, and we see the movement on that thing. Like, uh, it's, it's 12, I don't even describe it as a 12-6. It's like 12-0. Like, like it just goes, it just rolls <laughs> off the table. It is, uh, yeah, I couldn't even imagine trying to hit that thing. But uh, Mike, yeah. Mike Ford did. Aaron Judge hit a hanger. Yeah, Aaron hanger. Judge. Um, way out. <laughs> DJ LeMahieu on leadoff at bat of the game hit a home run yeah. off of Kershaw. Yeah. And we're about to get into that Dodgers series real quick. If you could, uh, yes, switch back. So, to the all right. So, you know, yeah, that's we'll, why. That's why I wanted to. You know, the the, the A series not not yeah, memorable. Yeah, the A series. You know, Tanaka in the third game. You know, he stunk it up. Uh, yeah, like three in the first, and then two. Uh, oops. <laughs> Did we say Siri or sorry? sorry. I'm sorry. Ah, shut up. <laughs> uh, you know, three in the first, two two in the third. And that that's pretty much uh, all the scoring that the A's would need yeah. on Thursday night. Uh, then we go south to L.A. And this is, um, yeah, I world, did not have a lot of confidence going into this yeah. series. It's world, like, world, oh, God. World Series preview? No. Not you don't a think world so? Pre- no. I think the Dodgers will cruise to the National League, but the Yankee pitching is nowhere near you don't think as gonna... good as it needs to be okay. to beat teams like Houston or, hell, even Cleveland. Right. Because the Indians, they scare me. Yeah. They can hang with the Yankees. They can hang big time with the Yankees. Yeah. And... I don't like teams in the American League that can do that. Right. Yeah, it makes me scared. Yeah. Because when they beat us, the memes. I don't sure. like the memes. Sure. <laughs> I'm a big part of the the sports shit posting community, and whenever the Yankees lose in the playoffs, they yeah. get it. Yeah. And they get it good. <laughs> yeah. Which is amazing for everyone else, but me and even I like it a bit because I'm not part of that sector of Yankee fans. That talks endless amounts of shit throughout the year. That says, oh, number 28 coming back to the Bronx, right, baby. Right. Okay. So, well, that's good. Like, that's why I like you. That's why I, why I let you through the door here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, because you're, uh, you know, quote unquote, a good Yankee fan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm what, I'm what would be called a good Yankee fan. Yes. Hell, I may be a little pessimistic. I am pessimistic. It, well, there's no way around it. It's on the record. I am a very pessimistic Yankee fan. I'd say pessimism is uh, as an East Coast trait. Now, while I didn't grow up here, I learned that I learned very quickly that uh, you know, you got, uh, one of my good friends uh, that that did that is a native here uh, is is quoted as saying, uh, 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 "Hope for the worst, 
Wait, ex- uh, expect the worst, hope for the best, which yep. is the pessimism, yep. pessimist uh, credo, I would say. Yeah. So, yeah. So what were you what were you expecting from this series? I was the Dodgers, expecting the mighty like, Dodgers, Cody I'm like, Bellinger. I'm like, oh god, Kershaw. I'm like I'm mean, thinking, I'm thinking, oh god, James Paxton's going up against Hyunjin Ryu. Ryu's gonna go like eight shutout innings, maybe complete game. He's about to no hit us, and then yeah, <laughs> this yeah, Ryu <laughs> James pitching Paxton. very well. James Paxton gets 11 strikeouts through like six and two thirds innings of work. And with only five hits and two runs, two looks runs. absolutely fantastic. Damn. He is he pitched like the kind of guy I wanted. They I've always wanted the Yankees to have a guy, a guy that I've been begging the Yankees to get, a guy who can just strike out double digit double digit batters every single time he comes on the mound, because that's what pitching is nowadays. That's how the Astros. That's how the Astros have been so successful. That's why the Red Sox won last year. Because Chris Sale is striking batters out left right. and right. For sure. So uh yeah, hopefully hopefully Paxton can uh keep this up through the last month of the year. <laughs> Hope to God and uh and carry it on to the playoffs. Yeah, hopefully. The um do you uh you know Yankees magic number, are you uh do you do you have a little little thing on your on your bedroom wall where you like rip off the magic numbers uh to till they hit uh do they uh they they qualif- do they uh you know they win the division? No. You don't have that? Okay. No, no, I just look um I looked at the um elimination number and okay. the Red Sox are fifteen and a half games from right. being eliminated from the AL East. Which is kind of funny to see. That'd be pretty after su- last year. Pr- that'd be pretty sweet, actually. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing both of us can agree on because sure. that the Red as, Sox suck, yes. As a Yankee <laughs> like you're an Orioles fan, I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah. We hate the Red Sox. We do. Although I will never say a team that I hate, quote unquote, sucks, because when that team is good, the words "Red Sox suck" yeah. never left my mouth last year because I knew they were better than us. Yes, but this year I don't even think I can say they really suck. Sure, they had that horrible start, and they've been yeah. in a, they're, and they're they went on that, it. and they got swept by us yeah. in Yankee Stadium, which yeah, felt four games, so good. four games. That was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, which felt amazing. The Best feeling regular season sweep I've I've ever witnessed, and I mean, it gets to the point where you kind of have to feel for the players, right? Like Mookie Betts, like I feel for him. Although he might be getting traded this off season, I've been uh, hearing rumors about that. And wow. please God, let him go to the Braves, trade him to the Braves. I could see or, that happening. Or I hope every single trade offer. Falls through, the Red Sox can't afford to pay him, and he goes to the Braves to be a free agency. Whatever, I just want him to leave the American League. <laughs> uh, that would be and nice. not to the Mets. That'd be I nice. want him to go anywhere in the National League but the Mets. Right. Because if the Mets get him, you don't want to see Mets fans on a lick of optimism. Because <laughs> everybody talks about Mets fans as these amazing people, as the, these the amazing Saints, Mets, man, as these Saints who can do no wrong. But meanwhile, Mets fans on a slight lick of optimism raid Instagram comment sections when they're like two games out of a playoff spot. Like Mets winning it all, man. Hashtag oh, man. LFGM. That's the most recent stretch that the Mets fans were uh, oh, on, my God. On, on intolerable. Oh my God, dude! Intolerable. Whenever they're good, they're intolerable yeah. because they direct. All of that anger and all of that insufferability at Yankee fans. Right. Which is the worst. And meanwhile, when the Yankees win, we direct it at everybody else. Right. Because guess what? Everybody hates us. Right. It's true. It's true. Except for Yankee fans. Yeah. yeah except for <laughs> so everybody fans. else. You guys you guys are on your own there. Yeah. Which is that's a let's it's a large it's a big legion. Yeah. It's a big a, legion. Yeah, big legion. I um can I go off topic for a second? Did I'm you sure. see uh, what the Padres did uh, to the Red Sox? Um, oh the my stadium? god! Did they you see that? Them yeah, with Sweet Caroline. Yeah, no. Uh, I'll tell you what. Even though the Rickroll is one of the oldest memes out there, yes, a good Rickroll is still one of the best. Yes, it is one of the best things any human can ever do. Yeah. It is so impressive to see someone pull off a good Rickroll, and that is what the Padres did. And they did. For anyone who didn't see it, uh, Red Sox were at Petco Park this past week, and um, yeah, for 
the the stadium was overrun by Red Sox fans, and uh, uh, during the, uh, the 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 traditional way of the the eighth inning, hmm. um, Petco Park started running a sing karaoke sing along to Sweet Caroline. Oh so it looked God. like they they had given up the stadium to uh, yeah. to the invading Red Sox fans, uh, but right before the Sweet Caroline chorus. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. It was great. Oh my god! It was great. It was amazing. It was one of the best things I've ever witnessed as a sports fan. Whoever thought of that deserves a raise, a huge raise. Yeah, they deserve. Yeah. They need. They got. They deserve to get a good chunk of Manny Machado's contract. Yeah. Yeah, maybe looked, a couple million of that. Yeah, exactly. Annual value of that yeah. contract goes to that guy, yeah. whoever did it. Yeah. Now, why you would think uh, you know the Padres would seed, <laughs> control the stadium or the Red Sox? I don't know, but it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Oh my god, brilliant. it was so, amazing. Good job. All right, back to the Yankees. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, all Ryu right. Uh, gets Let's gets, look at gets crushed. Gets hammered. Got hammered. Absolutely, just just clobbered, and it was uh, via the long ball. Yeah. That's how. That's how they did it. Aaron Judge went deep in uh, either the second or third, third inning. inning. Third inning. It's yeah, his 14th of yeah, the year. Yeah, third inning. Aaron Judge goes deep. Another home run the left field. He's starting to heat up a bit. Um, yeah, he hit one in each game, correct? <laughs> hit a home yeah. run in each of the three, three games great. of the series. Fantastic. And then Gary Sanchez hit another home run Number 29. in the third inning. And then the big blow that effectively just... Was the dagger on <laughs> Ryu? <laughs> they intentionally walk Gary Sanchez to get to Didi Gregorius. Yes, and what happened? He's been, you know, average shortstop. I mean, he hasn't. He hasn't been. He's been Didi, but he hasn't been Didi. Right. <laughs> he he takes a a ninety mile per hour meatball. And turns it to right center field for a grand slam. Yeah, that uh, I think that pretty much ended uh, <laughs> the night for night. Ryu. Yeah, for sure. I mean, while I'm just looking at this guy pitch, I'm looking at his stuff. Like he's a soft. He's throwing soft stuff. Yeah. Like I don't see how a guy can succeed with an ERA of two with with that stuff. I think it was 1.5 something heading into. Heading into like Thursday or Friday night, and I see this guy throwing soft meatballs. I'm like, "What? How does this? How is this guy gonna win the Cy Young?" Yeah, they either the NL has extremely weak hitters, which in some <laughs> which, cases, yeah, could. It, it, yeah, the NL isn't exactly as tough of a league to pitch right. in. You see, Sonny Gray now after being murdered. On the Yankees and yes. being cast off to the Reds, yep. where he is now pitching at a 2.9 ERA with striking out batters and being one of the hottest pitchers in baseball since the start of July. I mean, I'm not going to go into the which league is I better argument, gonna, but um, uh, you you draw your own conclusions. Uh, you whenever the, the Dodgers, whenever the Dodgers play an AL team, they get killed. Yeah, which shows. Which showed tonight. Yeah. Or not tonight. Well, yeah, they showed night. on uh, Friday night. Yeah, Friday, yeah. Saturday, and Sunday. So uh, Yankees win 10-2. Easy yeah. victory. Cruise to victory. Easy dub. And a uh, lot of home runs. Uh, Easy so dubs, a lot of home runs. Didi hits Torres another one in the, in the ninth, correct? Yeah, Torres went deep. God, everybody's just hitting homers on the Yankees against the Dodgers. It's, yeah. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. So, um, All right, so let me go to Saturday. Uh, you know, Bellinger, zero uh, for three, strikes out three times. So that was yeah, you know they neutralized the uh, yeah. the heavy hitters over on the Dodgers, and then uh, yeah, we go to Saturday. And Saturday here. they lose two to one, and I know there's a lot of controversy going on with this game about Muncie and and he literally admitted to flopping when Brett Gardner slid. <laughs> like like he admitted to flopping, which you know was a little bit irritating, sure. but. I say I posted this on the Camuli Show official Instagram. You can, you can give me an, Yankee fans. You can give me an earful for this all you want, but I have two words for you when, when that whole thing when Torres was rounding third, the ump called time. I have two words for you. Yes, Jeffrey Meyer. Yes, that call is the baseball equivalent of the tuck roll. 
<laughs> Help me even worse. Whoa, it, uh, it took this many episodes where we talked about the tuck rule. Uh, uh, how the <laughs> hell did that? We're at, we're at what? Like, we're close to episode 30, and. Yeah, we never talked about the tuck rule. We've never talked about the tuck rule. <laughs> well, here you how? go, ladies. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God, that, that's a whole other goddamn rant, but we're talking about baseball right now. Sure. That's for football season. Right, all right, we'll save it for that, but. Yeah, we're saving it for. Uh, the football season going to be a good one for rants. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. But tough, um, tough game. Yeah, tough game, tough loss. CC Sabathia goes four innings, two runs, struck out seven. Which, you know, it's impressive for how CC's been this year. Yeah, because ERA under five. It's a four oh, point man. 4.99, everybody. Look out. Trending down. And then, you know, other Yankee relievers come in. They're absolutely scoreless. Absolute stud bullpen arms, as usual for the Yankee bullpen. But then this this guy on the Dodgers, this Gonzolan, <laughs> who somehow has a two point seven ERA, right, two and one. He he um went five innings, two hits, one run, couldn't get a damn thing done yep. off of him. And then uh, a familiar face showed up in the sixth inning and two thirds of the seventh. Um, Joe Kelly, that that. That guy, he um, he pitches 1.2 innings of one hit ball, one walk, two strikeouts. Of course, Joe Kelly. And then this guy, like, Baez comes in, has his 20th hole. Yeah, the then, uh, then Kenley locks it then down. Kenley Jansen, after a real big shaky, shaky ninth inning, which maybe should have been tied. But again, when you have the bases loaded with one out against one of the shakiest closers in all of baseball, right. then then you know there's a little uh, some of the blame goes apart from the umps. Sure. And I tried telling that to Yankees subreddit. It's like, dude, you had the bases loaded with one out. Just got to hit a fly ball. Hit it just, in the air. Just a, a fly ball. Or, like, or hit to the other deep. side. Yes. Yeah, just a ball hit a fly ball. Ties the game, like anything other than a pop up, a strikeout, or a double play. Right, sure. Ties the game, and you couldn't even do that. So that's that's my whole, that's my two cents on the whole Torres yeah. thing. Sure, I think it was a very questionable call, but again, Jeffrey Meyer. So <laughs> poor Jeffrey so Meyer. We we had Jeffrey Meyer in '96. You you remember that call all yeah, of too. Course. Of course. Do you remember that call fondly, right. don't you? <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, I'll never forget it. <laughs> I'll never, had it been today, would have been uh, would have been overturned. But that's uh, you know that's whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that, on to Sunday, on the, the final Sunday game of the baseball. three game set. Um, Yankees break the home run Clayton, record. Yeah, uh, Domingo Herman against Clayton Kershaw. Yes. I'm pulling for Domingo, man. I know his ER like, is what in like, the four. I like I like Herman. Four point oh three is again trending down. Like, like I don't know how it, six innings, he has seventeen, five hits, one run, two walks, five strikeouts. Yeah, Herman was uh, good. leading the league with seventeen victories. That's only, weird. How that only happened. three losses. Uh, you know, and, and beats Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, I mean, what beats, a day for him. What a yeah. day. I mean, Clayton Kershaw, other than those three curveballs that got hit out of the ballpark, he was amazing. Seven innings, 12 strikeouts, yeah. no walks. Yeah. It's still an amazing outing. Just left a couple pitches up, man. Yeah, left a couple curveballs. Left a few curveballs up, and you don't give the Yankees um, big hanging breaking balls. You don't no, do you that. No, you don't. That, then it becomes batting practice. Yeah. Yeah, then it becomes uh, becomes that. Yes. So uh, I, I think so, DJ uh, on what the yeah, third DJ pitch Lemayhew of the game. Yeah, DJ Lemayhu on on, on, the, not... on the leadoff at bat took Kershaw deep to left center. Yeah, kind of set the table right there. Set the yeah. tone right there. Yeah, three. It was. I think it was another Kershaw curveball. All three home runs were hit off of Clayton Kershaw curveballs, yeah. which is unheard of. <laughs> it is. Uh, you know, I, you know, I don't know. If they... Although when you give a hanging curveball to a Simmering Aaron Judge, you, you're asking oh, for man, it. Oh man, he looked like you're uh, asking for it. And that thing was way out, man. It got hit pretty yeah. far up oh, there. Man. So yeah, that and thing. And to, to right center field, yeah. Aaron Judge again showing some opposite field power. 
he's uh, he hit a home run in each game in this series, so that's good to see if you're a yeah you're a Yankee just fan on, on fire, man. I mean, he's not really on fire yet. He's heating up. He's this isn't on fire. Three uh, three home runs in three games. Three home runs in three games against Harden. Eh. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I may I may be able to crown that as on fire. <laughs> This this is a uh, this is like a uh, 2014 Chris Davis on fire. Oh, where, oh uh, man! Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. It, who uh, seems like Orioles fans just want to forget about that. Well, we can't because I'm still whole... paying for it every time I go to the game. <laughs> every time I buy a memorabilia, I'm paying for it. Ouch. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of the Orioles, yes. I, I I I know you probably didn't want to bring this up. I don't know if you're going to bring no, this up. Well, let's bring it up. I, I don't know if you uh, are. Were you talking about the home runs allowed in one in one season, or you're talking about something else? Bingo. Yes. <laughs> the home runs allowed in a single season. Yeah, and let us. The Orioles uh, broke it in late August yeah. with over a month to go. Yeah. In the Major League Baseball season. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, Two hundred fifty-nine home runs allowed. Um, wow! This was written um, August twenty-second. So, this... yeah, with over a month left, uh, yeah, there. I mean, like that record's gonna be smashed. My God! Now, <laughs> let us not at... <laughs> let's, let's not forget that here on the Catlin Willie Show, we know the balls are juiced. Yeah, we know the <laughs> we balls know. are juiced. Yeah, there's no but doubt. But when you combine bad pitching with oh, juiced God. balls. <sighs> In a hitter-friendly ballpark, oh, in a division oh, with some of the best hitters in baseball, yep. yeah, where it, you have to play in them the division. The by the year. way, in their own in division, their, in their division, <laughs> and you're you're bound to break some kind of record that you don't want to break. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um, yeah, I mean, what can I say? Uh, <laughs> the balls are flying. Uh, yeah, if. Uh, yeah, the Yankees have been taking advantage of that. They have. If you notice, all their all their power guys are um, hitting the ball right field. They are, and uh, they can't wait to play the Orioles. They can't wait to oh, play man. at Camden Yards. I, uh, I, they don't play the Orioles anymore this no, year. No, they sadly. don't. I don't. Sadly so for I me. can't. Sadly for me. Right, right. You can't count on those uh, those three automatic wins uh, when they play <laughs> Each in that series. series. Yeah, you can't count on that. Yeah, unfortunately. And uh, they also set a record for uh, games in one season allowing five or more home runs, which is like, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, my God. It's it's looking like home run derby whenever you oh. play the Orioles, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not a it's <laughs> not a great thing to you know it's not a great honor, but um, yeah, it's not a, a very good it's just thing. that kind of season, and uh, you know. I, <laughs> yeah. Anytime we talk about the Orioles, we we got we got to play this. Yeah. This is the the old Bugs Bunny clip. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, what a game! Uh, yeah. My God. This one loop of music speaks <laughs> billions of words yeah. of frustration from Orioles fans and billions of words of. Confused laughter. Yeah. So what we're we're five world. months in. We got another month to go, giving up an average of fifty home runs per month. So this is probably going to cross three hundred, which is um, pretty awful. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> it sucks. But <laughs> well, I, I yeah. You, you got Atlee Rutschman coming up in a couple of years. Yeah, possibly for the September call-ups. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, he you know, got, he was drafted this year. There's no way you can do he's that. He's tearing up AAA though. What? Okay, let, let me let us look up those oh, wait, numbers. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, tearing up single A. Single A. No, not Adley, but um, what's uh? Hang on, I'm trying to. Their other prospect is tearing up AAA, and uh, I'm trying. I can't remember. I'm trying to. Uh, oh, like, well, Adley Rutschman is not tearing up AAA. Uh, no, uh, Ryan Mountcastle. I'm sorry. I got oh yeah, uh, Ryan, I, 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 there, I don't know about Orioles prospects other than uh. Although Adley Rutschman is uh, did just earn a call up to uh, single A Delmarva. Hmm. He tore up a uh, short season, season single A Aberdeen, and uh, yeah, he could. Yeah, he that'd be. They might just bring him up. Yeah, like, bring up. Yeah, bring up. Pull up. No, but you'd be screwing up his development if you did that. But the thing is, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if they get? did it. Yeah, that's the horrible thing that's about awesome. it. Yeah, and also, you guys aren't going to get the first overall pick this year because the Tigers are somehow worse. <laughs> Thirty-nine wins versus forty-three. So yeah, <laughs> the the tank bowl is. 
is going uh yeah it's coming down to the final yeah, stretch you detroit the tank series we want the first we first want, overall pick first again overall come on pick. we want some random high schooler from new jersey well or some random there's a month left anything could happen some random pitcher from vanderbilt tigers could go on a hot streak um i hope they do i'm do like I, are you I pulling wish, for me? You're pulling wish, for me? Okay. I wish there I wish the show existed. I wish I was this age doing the show when the Yankees and Orioles went into war in the ALDS in twenty twelve. I wish the show was a thing. Yeah. Dude, oh my god, I can only imagine the show after the Raul Ibanez <laughs> home runs. <laughs> yeah. That, sorry to remind you about that. <laughs> that uh, that was I can't remember. Was it Game for. Five? Uh, game that, Four. That, that, game um, Four. That the one that. Uh, oh, they Ibanez Ibanez. won. But the next game, uh, CC McCloud hit game. a ball that I still maintain clanked off the foul pole and should have been ruled a home run. I don't know if you remember this. No, I don't remember a lot <laughs> yeah. about the yeah. 2012. Well, other than ALDS. that, the uh, that the Nagy's won. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways, and CC meant Ibanez. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I yeah, remember that. Yeah. Like, I wish the show was a thing when that happened. I wish the show was a thing when the Orioles were, you know, kind of good. Kind of good, years. yeah. Well, hopefully. No, when they uh, were in the ALCS. Yeah. God, that would have been a weird time to do this show, talking about the Yankees being uh, being mediocre. Yeah. And the Orioles. Orioles winning the division, man. Yeah, the Orioles winning the division. That's crazy. Going to the ALCS, beating the the 2014 Tigers rotation. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a... Oh, man, that was a good series, too, man. That was a fun ride of a relevance for the for the O's. Yeah, 2014. I had teachers that were Orioles fans. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah, 2014 was pretty sweet, too, until uh, yeah. they ran into the Royals. but they... Yeah, and then they got swept. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they go, then they go up north, uh, play the Mariners last night. The Yankees. Win, uh, yeah, the Yankees, not the Orioles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, win a close 5-4 game. Yep. Um, and, uh, Hap, man. Yeah, Jay Hap, he had an okay game. He had way too good looking of a line for how I thought he pitched. Like, he was not that. Which was, uh, five innings, two runs, uh, three runs, two hits, uh, three, wa- three walks, seven strikeouts. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't. Horrible? Not horrible. I mean, that's pretty average, but... Yeah, it's meh. Yeah. Uh, but, they, yeah, hold on to win, though, man. Yeah, and, uh, Mike score, Ford. Score four in the second, and that, uh, yeah, that, that didn't Ford hurt Yeah, Mike Ford hit two home runs. Glaber Torres hit a home run. You know, the basic stuff you see the Yankees do this year. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, Ford in the nine hole, everybody. Uh, yeah, Mike Ford going two deep home twice. Runs, three RBIs. Um Boosting his uh, average to 227. So, yeah. And <laughs> guess and his former he, team. If he keeps um, tearing it up, he could be that left handed power bat that I think the Yankees yeah. have been kind of missing. Yeah. Hey. Because a left handed power bat in Yankee Stadium with the balls extremely juiced. Yeah. That hit him to the short porch, man. Yeah, just hit him to the hit short to the porch. porch. Any slightly hit line drive is going out. Yeah, this year for sure. In Yankee Stadium. For right sure. Field. All right, so uh, um, so coming up this week, uh, you know, two more against the Mariners, then, off day on Thursday, and then, and then uh, at Yankee they're, Stadium, they're finally, yeah, jeez, man, this is against a, the Athletics, yeah. So long. Meanwhile, the A's, they're a little scary, but at the at the Coliseum, they're scary. At home, I'm confident. Yeah, I'm confident they can win a few games. I'm confident they can at least win the series against them. Yeah, and then the jeez, man, that takes us into September, man. God, September. Wow. Oh, and the uh, the Rangers come to town oh, yeah. next week. I might, I might try to go. Oh yeah, yeah for hundred pence. Yeah, see, get, you know, see, get some good tickets or something. But yeah, uh, and then they head to Fenway against the Red Sox for a four game set. I do not expect that to be very fun. Yeah. And then we play the Tigers. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I mean that'll that'll pad the stats a little bit. Um, yeah, and uh, you know they got the Blue Jays. So, I mean, I'm looking at the rest of the schedule. Not yeah. not easy, except for yeah, the Tigers. It's maybe. Not, not really easy. We can't really win in Toronto against the Blue Jays, so <laughs> it's not very uh, at the Sky Dome. Yeah, the old Sky Dome. <laughs> the old Sky Dome. Yeah, but geez, man, that uh, it's going it's going quick though. Yeah. 
baseball season and summer as a whole goes by very, very quick. And yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we got nice, nice playoff, uh, you know, fall baseball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, playoff and, baseball and, is the and, best. And at least you I walk into school like the next day, either on cloud nine or just seething. Yeah. And at least you <laughs> I got. I remember when, you know, I don't think a baseball game ever put me in a bad mood. Until the Red Sox in last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I have never been so... Because the entire baseball world was just jamming a hot nail inside of a open gash. Just jamming it repeatedly in there. And it was awful. All you saw was 16 to 1. 16 to yeah. 1. 16 to 1. Ha ha, lol, Yankees. Ha ha ha, Stanton. Yeah. Well, it's like, dude. What uh, what's it like to still be playing meaningful, meaningful baseball? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. It's a heart attack. <sighs> I mean, when you win, it's really fun. When you sure. lose, it's not fun. Right. Okay. Duly noted. Yeah. Duly noted. Yeah. When you when you win, it feels amazing. When you lose, it it hurts. Sure. And even though I'm a Yankee fan, I'm not part of that generation of Yankee fan that was baptized by a dynasty led by either Mantle or Jeter or Reggie or or anybody like that. So, All right, right on. I um, wasn't really a... Also pulled a pretty cool story from uh, the Dodgers series. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Aaron Judge was... uh, Promised an old man a home run. Yeah, he was hanging out, I guess, during batting practice. Uh, Saw an old-timer Yankee fan in the front row. Went over to talk to him. Uh, Another fan happened to be recording... On a cell phone, and what did he say? And why don't you hit a home run? Then Aaron Judge was like, "All right, bet." Yeah, <laughs> goes deep off a of Clayton Kershaw right. curveball. Yeah, now uh, um, it's a heck of a promise. Okay, when Aaron Judge wants to hit a home run, he'll hit a home run. Is that what this means? Oh no, <laughs> he can will. He can I mean, hit him at will. It almost seems like that. At I mean, some when point. he, I mean, when you give him a hanging breaking ball, he'll hit <laughs> them at will. Right. <laughs> you don't do that against Aaron Judge again. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That old man must have been ecstatic. Oh yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, hey man, it's hard to hit a baseball. Period. <laughs> yeah, hardest thing to do in sports. Hit yeah, baseball. but to promise a uh, 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 let's say he was dying. To promise a dying old man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't man. think he was dying, but no, pretty sure he wasn't dying. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You don't see that every season. Yeah, you you never. You don't see it that often. Yeah, yeah. I and think it's uh, cool to see. Yeah, who was the last guy to promise a dying kid home with Babe Ruth? Like, I don't know, <laughs> Babe Ruth did that. That's a long but time th- ago. But again, yeah. Babe Ruth is Babe Ruth. Right. Greatest baseball player of all time. Adam, I'm, I'm gonna go deep into that one day. Right. One day I'm going to go deep into that because I was. Um, let's see. David Ortiz did it once. Um, of course he did. And, uh, sick boy promised Ruth Homer. Um, uh, as I started, Luke Garrick promised a sick kid two home runs, like in uh, Seinfeld. I'd believe it. Yeah. Uh, Mike Trout. Mike Trout did it once. <laughs> Anthony Rizzo. So Mike Trout, uh, Mike Trout could do it. Yeah, Mike, Mike Trout, Trout could do it. Mike, yeah. Trout, Mike Trout is the closest thing to Babe Ruth we've seen. In a, Pretty in much, a yeah. Mike Trout could do it. Even then, man. That's Again, a, Mike tall Trout, order. Yeah, Mike tall Trout order. doesn't have a top 10 ERA of all time, so... True, true. So I thought so take I, it with a bit of a grain of salt. I thought that there. was a cool story, though. Yeah, I thought that was a cool story. All right, you want to go? You want to go? Uh, right. I know, I know, you've been dying to talk about this. Oh yeah. Uh, would you? Uh, would you like to go over into the, to uh, oh, the NFL, my Christ. friends? Uh, shocking news. Um, Andrew Luck retired. I uh, I was um, I was on a rooftop bar in Knoxville, Tennessee, watching the a, Florida um, Gators um, football game. Uh, they projected on the building next door on the Gators walls. Or, yeah, or yeah, walls, walls. And um, yeah, and I was looking. Uh, you know, I was looking at the news scroll on the bottom, and I didn't believe what I was reading. <laughs> yeah, I thought I, you know, I thought maybe my eyes were going bad. But it's like what? But breaking news. Uh, go ahead. Tell, well, <laughs> Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck at the prime physical age of twenty nine years old. Yep. Coming off of arguably a career season, retired. 
yeah, shocking news. Uh, um, especially if you're a Colts fan, man. Oh my God, I I can't even fathom what Colts fans must be going through right now. It's yeah, awful. Yeah, this this is one of the biggest tragedies in the history of sports, and I'll, I'll get into that. Yeah, this this retirement shows the importance of an offensive line. Oh, absolutely. And how a good offensive line can Abs- even can destroy physically and mentally. Yeah, a star quarterback. Even even a quarterback who can move really well, who is extremely athletic. And he was never he was never uh never won the Super Bowl. Like like I'm, I'll I'll talk about Eli Manning right here because um sure. he was another quarterback who was given the burden of a GM who completely ignored an offensive line. Sure. But the difference is he already won two Super Bowls yep. before the offensive line became a problem. But and I just see, like, everybody talks about skill position and how even a quarterback, like, how, how getting, how the myth of getting a mobile quarterback can somehow mask the problems of a horrible offensive line. Like, it... Like this, this pretty much debunks that myth. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but protect your quarterbacks, everybody, because uh, Ryan Grigson. That like, and it's a real, it's a real shame because Andrew Luck, he was easily one of the most talented quarterbacks I've seen in this league since he got drafted, and for sure, and I proved it last year of play. I had to be playing through multiple injuries. He was playing uh, through something. And um, and he led the Colts to the to the playoffs after yeah. a one and five start and God this is it's terrible yeah like, I like Jimmer say <laughs> the Colts oh my God dude the Colts in the Super Bowl era they have been gift wrapped for generational talents like generate I don't. I, like this is not hyperbole. No, no, we will probably never see this again. Generational talents at quarterback in the Super Bowl era, they have had Johnny Unitas, yes, John Elway, who yeah. dipped from them. He did, yes. thankfully. <laughs> Peyton Manning, yes, and Andrew Luck, yeah, absolutely. Johnny Unitas, sure, he he won a Super Bowl. Actually, I'm not. I'm just going to backtrack a little bit, go back to what I was originally going to say. Okay. Between these four Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and Andrew Luck would have gone to the Hall of Fame if he played out his entire career. Yeah, I until think he was so. Maybe I Eli Manning's so. age or something like that. Between these four Hall of Fame quarterbacks, only two Super Bowls between all of them. Johnny Unitas... Um, sure, he won that really sloppy Super Bowl against the Cowboys. Right. But hey, his legacy in the Super Bowl era will be forever remembered as the guy who lost to the Jets in Super Bowl Three. He will, will always the, like, uh, or the Colts name as a team guaranteed a victory. Man, yeah, there Joe we go Namath, again, calling who shots. Who made who that game? The Colts single handedly turned Joe Namath into a Hall of Famer. Because if that game doesn't happen, we probably don't know who Joe Namath is. Because Joe Namath was one of the most overrated quarterbacks of all time. I'm just going to say that straight up right now. <laughs> Broadway Joe. Yeah, Broadway Joe. No, he was a. No, he was pretty much. I just imagine Odell Beckham, or as close to Odell Beckham as you can get from the 1960s. Um, John Elway doesn't even sign with them. Another botched situation by the Colts. Peyton Manning comes in. He was, he had a lot of talent around him. Sure, he had Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, Edron James. Yep, yeah, yeah, he totally. had he had a lot of great players around him. Yep, yeah. and he had uh, Dwight Freeney on that defensive line. And sure, they they won the Super Bowl, but again, they won the Super Bowl when against a team who. Only the only two standout guys on that team were a linebacker and a return man. They had Rex Grossman at their quarterback. How the hell do you not win the Super Bowl against that? So they they immediately and they nearly ruined Peyton Manning. They he breaks his neck. They tank for the aforementioned Andrew Luck, and 
they screw him over, they throw him under the bus, they cut him, and then they draft Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning salvages whatever's left of his career, yep. and he goes to the Broncos, has... Yep. MVP caliber seasons yeah, as a wins a Super Bowl as an off season in his last year, but defense carries him. He does what he does what he can, and he wins Super Bowl. Yeah, his last year of his career. So, and then Andrew Luck, he is without a doubt one of the saddest stories we've ever seen in sports. A guy with who was looked who was a angel, an absolute angel, was thrown behind a papier-mâché offensive line. It's a good way to describe it. Yes. Yeah. It, that was just torn through, yeah, luck that, that, left running for so his we, life. We, we could have sacked him. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm five four. I could I'm maybe a buck fifty. I mean, like I'm, like, you're bigger than I am. Yeah, probably, I'm, you know. I'm like, yeah, I'm like nearly a foot taller than you. Yeah. and I weigh nearly a hundred pounds more than you. So, or I'm not not too. I don't, I don't know about a hundred pounds, but uh, I'm two thirty. You're 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 a tall drink of water though. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Andrew Luck, and then Ryan Grigson, Colts fans, and I guarantee Andrew Luck, begging. For a proper offensive line yeah. and decent enough defense for Andrew Luck. But Ryan Grigson just said, la, 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 not listening. I'm going to trade a first-round pick for Trent Richardson. Right. That, that Grigson, and then Chuck Pagano just being the inept doofus that he is, nearly he screws him up. And then Jim Ursay, one of – Jim Irsay automatically, after seeing Andrew Luck retire, pole vaulted his way to number one easily on my most hated owners in sports. He oh, in all he, of sports, not just the out, NFL. Yeah, just all sports. Okay, actually, and Dolan. Wait, Dolan never ruined a human being. No, Jim Irsay ruined nearly ruined the life of a human being. Right, and if not ruined. Forced him to be so physically and mentally drained to the point where where he left tens of millions of dollars on the table. If you can force a man to leave that much money on the table to, to usurp every single bit of joy that he had for his dream job, you are automatically one of the most despicable human beings on this planet, bar none. Well said. Although, so I did read they they are paying him the money. Is that correct? Uh, uh, did no, you read this? no, they're not paying him the money. They're not paying they're him not. the money. I don't think they are. He left over fifty million dollars on the table. Fifty million. My God, giving up. He is giving up. $58.1 million of his current contract. Yes. He's giving up that much money. If you give up that much money, or if you force a man to give up that much money, you are... You did something horribly wrong. Not only as an owner, not only as someone who is meant to build a sports team, but as a human being. Yeah, although it looks like uh, so they're letting him keep money could have owed back from his thirty-two million signing bonus, uh, plus some roster bonuses. So that's, they're letting him keep oh, geez, about twenty-four point eight million that they could have yeah. fought to get back. So they're not yeah. they're not being total asses about this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he is uh, he is leaving a lot on the table as well. Yeah, Jimmer say that this is this falls. One hundred percent on Jimmers. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the biggest reason for not returning is he's in pain, man. Yeah, he's in pain. Uh, the list of injuries, and this is this probably isn't even torn all of them. cartilage in two ribs. That sounds pretty painful. partially torn abdomen, a lacerated kidney that left him pissing blood. Yes, 
least one concussion, like, possibly dude, more. I can't imagine waking up in the morning and going to take a morning piss and p- pissing I, out blood. I hope you never have to do I that. I can't imagine that. I hope you never people up. No. I can't imagine that. Uh, torn labrum and his throwing shoulder, and then now he's got this calf issue yeah. that, that is pretty much keep, uh, yeah. which, which has been bothering his him for a while. His entire body was turned into a ragdoll because they ignored the offensive line. I can't believe this. I absolutely just am... It's shocking. God. Shocking news. Like, but. I have never been more disgusted at an NFL management group or an NFL front office for doing this. And I'm a Giants fan. Yeah. Yeah, we have no stake. You have no yeah. stake in this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I'm a Giants fan. I... If anything, I know what... Like, I know what bad management looks like. Sure. But this is above and beyond the worst. This is the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. And sure, Dave Gellman and Jerry Reese, total idiots. Jerry Reese, again, had the the symptom, the Grigson-like symptom of dealing, of absolutely having this flat-out ignorance for the offensive line. Instead of going after Andrew Whitworth, he went after, like, in 2016, after the Giants made the playoffs, they went 11-5, and looking like a Super Bowl contender. Literally, the only thing they need is an offensive line that can protect Eli Manning. Right. And instead, Reese cuts Victor Cruz. And signs Brandon Marshall. So they pretty much swapped out old wide receiver with another old wide receiver. They let they left Andrew Whitworth on the market. They not Justin Pugh was the year after that. Yeah. Not Justin Pugh. Was, they call that a lateral move, my friend. Yeah, that's yeah. Didn't like, didn't improve anything. Yeah. But God. If anything, this should make Giants fans more thankful for yeah. Eli Manning. Yeah, for because sure. with, and now I'm hearing calls for Eli to be traded to the Colts. Just stop, okay? <laughs> stop it. Honestly, I have never seen a more ungrateful fan base in sports. Sure. My God, actually, that that may be bumped down the second most ungrateful fan base because Colts fans actually booed Andrew Luck when he went to the locker room. Like a good majority of Colts fans yeah, at that uh, stadium. That's, disc- were that's disgusting. Like, God. That's how you're thinking for. Uh... You know who does that? Yankee fans. Yankee fans do that. Like, bad Yankee fans sure, do that. Sure. You can't just. Why? Yeah. Well, I hope uh, you know. I hope he gets a heel. Uh, maybe earns a front office job, broadcasting, perhaps uh, something. Hope he little... gets to to heal physically yeah. and mentally. Sure, for sure. And everybody, and there are people taking shots at Andrew Luck for. Yeah, I saw a couple of them. For, oh, grow up! Oh, that's the most millennial saw, thing um, I've ever seen. Saw, you know, somebody called him on Twitter. Aikman jumped into his defense. <laughs> Troy Aikman. Yeah, it's like you, 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 you don't know what you're talking about. You haven't been on. You, you, yeah. you weren't there. You, you haven't taken the hits. Yeah, you have no idea what Andrew Luck is going through. Yeah, and um, you are like, why should like, he go out why? and play hurt just for just for you? Yeah, yeah. Like really? Yeah. Really? I once got into an Instagram fight with uh, Adam Rank. Really? Yeah, it's fun. Fun little experience. <laughs> I remember he was like, he called Ladanian Tomlinson LT. Okay, yes. And then in, in a comment section, sure. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. That is one thing that pisses me off a lot when people call Ladanian Tomlinson mm-hmm. LT. No. Because I'm a giant. There's only one LT. There's only one There's LT only one on LT. the planet. Yep. And I'm like, wh- I'm like, like, I tag him, like, not thinking he's going to respond. I'm like, whoa, hold up, man. There's only one LT. Yep. And then he responded to me. I'm like, whoa. What do you say? <laughs> You remember what he said? Uh, uh, Did you save it? uh, No, I didn't save it. Oh, you didn't screenshot that? No. Oh man! All right. Well, if you if you if you find it, I'd love to see it. I got into an Instagram fight with that's that's awesome with Adam Rank. (laughs) That's awesome. Well done. Yeah. Well done. 
Uh, well, yeah, I just wanted to see why you... I, I mean, I knew you had an opinion on this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty shocking news. Yeah, so. I, I have the... And, dude, if I'm nearly tearing up over Andrew Luck retiring, I'm going to lock myself in my room when Eli retires. Or, God forbid, he gets traded to the Colts. Like, if he gets traded <laughs> I to don't, the Colts... I don't think If he gets <laughs> traded to the Colts, I am going to be the biggest pile of emotional mush sure. you have ever seen. Right. Dude. I don't like, think that's going to happen. No, but, it's not going to happen. But, uh, man, it's going to be a hell of a show if it does happen. Oh, my God. That's all I'm saying, so... Oh, my God. I wish this show happened when they benched him for Geno Smith. <laughs> oh, my God. That show... Mm, I'm... I'm getting a little chittery about it right now. I'm I, thinking about I, I going at you. it now. Nah. I hear you. No, nah, it's not. It's not current enough. It's not current. You. Oh man. So yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was my jaw dropped open on on Saturday. Yeah, I, I was that. like, I was hanging out with a friend, like just chilling, playing Mario Maker, making levels yep. that that make us want to rip our insides out. And sure. and I remember I was just looking on my phone. And I saw um, I was on Instagram. I looked. At some Giants pages story, it's like, oh my God, Andrew Luck retired. I'm like, what? Like, what? Am the I reading hell? this right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Definitely. Uh, that's yeah. Double double take right there. Like what? It's like, yeah. hold on. <laughs> yeah, right on. So, um, any other football news? Any other news? Um, this was like uh, uh, pretty much took over everything this uh, week um, for sure. I mean. Daniel Jones looked great against the Bengals again. Yep, yep. He, he looked great again. You know, it's it's kind of it's not really news at this point that Daniel Jones is playing really well. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, he's just. I mean, he's just looked great. Uh, yeah, Daniel Jones just absolutely looking like a madman, and he's starting tomorrow night against the Patriots. Eli's. Just oh, nice. Okay. Kind of being a sweet being benched. You know, I'm I'm a big believer in Daniel Jones, and this is like maybe the first time I, I'd kind of be fine with the Giants benching Eli, because I'm a yeah. Huge let's let's believer let, in Daniel let's Jones. Uh, let's take a look, man. Yeah, I'm talking about regular season, like yeah, maybe let's uh, take a look, like maybe even week one, because Eli in the preseason he hasn't really been, eh, he's you know, he's looked fine. I mean, you don't really look for your starting quarterback to do things really well in preseason. So here's Jones. Well, play action a little fake, bit of a rollout. Boom. All right. Bam, a little rollout play 20, for a first 25 year old gain, 25-yard gain. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Decent then, play. Uh, yeah, I we really like what he does. Shotgun, look, another play. He's going through his reads, reads, progressions, looks, takes the short gain to the tight end. Yep. Get some yardage, uh, third down conversion. Yardage, turn, I can't, uh, or was, uh, didn't convert. Yeah. Third and four, shotgun. Third and short, Jones. Rolls out. Pay, look at that point. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, that should have been caught, by the way. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> it was a really tight play. Yeah. It was a decent play by a defensive back. Could have been a better throw by Jones. Yeah. And then he goes for it on fourth and four fourth under and pressure. And oh, then, uh, yeah. man. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of a flop, yeah. sloppy throw right there. But, again, he had pressure in his face. Every quarterback does things like that. Yeah. Flag on the play, though. Yeah, again, offensive line. <laughs> we're commentating in our game. We God. are. We are holding offense. <laughs> yeah, this is on uh, Giants.com. I love it. They just break down all the Daniel Jones plays. Yeah. Then uh, Daniel if, Jones on a first down. Again, taking oh, the, under pressure. the short game. Under pressure. Nice. That was a yeah. great throw. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah. Right, that's yeah, I mean, I it's, what, it's what you like to see out of a starting quarterback. You yeah. don't look... One thing I like is he hasn't impressed me with a few flashy, insane, like I call them like lucky rookie plays. Sure. I call those like rookie BS plays where where they roll around in the pocket and they somehow just chuck it up and, yeah, they, and, and they somehow lucky, find yep. the receiver. Yeah. Everybody starts hailing the quarterback as some Tom Brady reincarnate. Sure. So, um, yeah, but Jones has impressed me so far what he's been impressing me with is everything that has to do with being a quarterback oh man look at that over the middle right there nice good catch nice again decent ball placement to where the receiver can get it might be putting too much credit on jones right here no yeah he was i mean the receiver that was more of the play on the receiver but this throw on third and 16 this got me drops back it was throwing pocket collapses on the on the money yep 
right there. Great adjustment by Darius Slayton to make that catch. Yeah, that, uh, see that... right there, just nice bit nice. of an overstep from Adoree Jackson on the Bengals, but again, and then this throw, or not really this throw. And nice little uh, rollout. Little game, man. Nice little rollout right yep. there. That's what you like to see. And then this throw is the one I think that that really got me. This one. Boom. Boom. Nice catch. I mean that that should have been um probably like, incomplete, but uh I mean, yeah, good, that, good they should have called a timeout right there because they had a timeout. But, yeah. Uh, Look good though. It's not not all I used to it's really good. complain about a playing up. Now I know we game. pulled up the clips as best Daniel Jones plays, so yeah. of course it's gonna be all awesome, but hey. Yeah, like Daniel Jones. <laughs> yeah, it's Daniel Jones, though. So. Yeah. So alright, that's good. That's what I like all to right. see out of him. All right, I love it. Uh, anything from the mailbag this week? Um, Usually we get a couple. I mean, I put... How do you chime ping. in again? I uh, put a ping in Discord and nothing. I put it in today at 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, uh, okay. Which, you know, right. probably on me, but there's not there's nothing on on Discord. Not... not uh, not nothing in the mailbag for the first time in God knows how. All right, long. no problem. You know, it was. It wasn't. Everyone was so shocked that uh, that Andrew Luck just yeah couldn't write anything in. Yeah, I'm, dude. I am so pissed off at Jim Irsay. Man. Yeah, well, you you're, you're not alone, and yeah. uh, you can't. Uh, help I mean, geez, but people be... have been pissed at Jim Irsay ever since he moved the team and and, yeah. be- and before. Oh my so. god, dude! <laughs> in the middle of the night from on the, Baltimore on the, on the Mayflower trucks. Uh, there's a great ESPN thirty for thirty about the whole thing. Oh my god! I encourage dude. everyone to watch. That. I tell you what, man. ESPN, I've I have my opinions about their commentators. Yeah. Like I'm, I have my opinions on Max Kellerman and Skip Bayless, sure. Stephen A. Yeah, I like Stephen A. I, have, I like him. He's got fire. I like the passion. I have nothing wrong with Stephen A. Even when he's talking over his. I like <laughs> I like his opinions about weed. <laughs> Not always right, but uh, yeah, I, yeah. Not a lot of people on ESPN are right. No. Yeah, they just get paid to yell and shout. They get paid a lot, actually. God. <laughs> Bristol, Connecticut, man. Yeah. Good market for sports. Yeah. Dude, like, whenever I end up watching ESPN, it's just so weird. Because it's not entertaining. All they do is cover basketball. Honestly. They're the closest thing to the NBA network that Pretty you can much. get. Because there's no NBA network. That's I mean, if I- there was an NBA network, ESPN would be screwed. That's why I love baseball tonight. I know it's all going to be about baseball. Oh, dude. ESPN somehow made Matt Vasgersian and Alex Rodriguez unbearable to listen to. Yes. Somehow. <laughs> and A-Rod, and meanwhile, like, I have my opinions on A-Rod. Sure. I, I, I don't think I hate um, a baseball player more than A-Rod, even though I am a Yankee fan. Sure. I just can't help but not have respect for the guy and just absolutely despise him. Yeah. Because, you know, the steroids. Sure, the, uh, you know, the overall attitude. Uh, the, yeah. Um, he was... The entitlement. Like, like I I compare him a lot to Odell Beckham, but A-Rod was way, way more productive than Odell Beckham. Well, yes, he was. But A-Rod, um, uh, he did a little bit of, you know... A little, what, little enhancement. The, yeah, with the needles and the pills. Right, right. You're putting it in your arm, I think, he, but don't you put it in the butt? <laughs> the needles. Um, the needles went. I don't know. That's what Jose Canseco told uh, me. I don't know. <laughs> Jose Canseco. What? Yeah. What Jose? You met okay Jose Canseco? No, I didn't. What? But uh, from the, oh. the book and uh, no, I have not met. I've not met. <laughs> oh, Jose dude, Canseco. that would be a hell of a conversation. I, I'd love to have a drink with him though. Oh, dude. I. Dude, there are certain people in the sports industry that I'd like to have like five minutes with. Yeah. Well, dude, uh, Ben McAdoo. Yeah. Ben McAdoo would be one of the guys nice. I'd love to just tear into. <laughs> I remember I went to a sports journalism camp last summer. Yeah. And they had these people who were nobodies. They they had the coach from Monmouth Basketball. Oh, that's cool. Came in, you know, when they were good, they were going sure. to the NCAA yep. tournament, mm-hmm. you know, getting their asses handed to them by Duke. Hey, but they made it. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people got their asses handed to them by, by Duke. Yeah. The NCAA tournament is a big loser machine, as John Boyce would put it. <laughs> that, that that guy makes great videos. Yeah, John Boyce, Chart Party, SB Nation. Yeah, yep. 
The SB Nation, that's one hell of a YouTube channel right there. Yeah, man. for sure. Check <laughs> it out. Right on, man. Yeah. All right, well, good luck to Andrew Luck. Uh, good luck to the Yankees this week as they uh, complete their West Coast swing. Yeah, got a uh, baseball. We're good going luck to, to your Orioles. First round, they're... first round, baby, maybe. It, it, or first <laughs> overall. Know, I mean, yeah, take the second pick. Second picks. Yeah, could be good too. I mean, MLB prospects they don't come up after a bit. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, um, NHL discussion on Instagram rated yeah, the think... Devils prospects poll as the ninth best in the league. Ninth. Yeah, it's not I bad. Told, uh, sure, most of that is enhanced by um, uh, a certain uh, American man by the name of Jack Hughes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but again, I don't really count him as a prospect. I mean, anymore. Like I don't count him as that. He hasn't done anything yet professionally. So I mean, yeah. Like I was, I had an interesting um, discussion with with someone, and he said something very. He said something that kind of changed my whole way of thinking okay. about the um, Hughes versus Kako pick because I've debated myself with it. I've even gone to the point where like, oh, man, we, we might have made the wrong choice. Kako, this Kako guy. Ah. I don't know. It's just the fear of Kako being better sure. because Rangers fans, we wouldn't hear the end of it from yeah. Ranger well, fans well, and the rest of the we'll, NHL we'll, fan base. We'll be watching. And he said something. It's like, I'll always defend the Hughes pick. Because he's a center. And you know one thing that all these Stanley Cup winning teams have in common? Center depth. Yep. Exactly. We saw with the Bruins, they had uh, Bergeron yep. and Krejci. Yep. All those guys. Um, We saw um, <laughs> the Penguins won a little mini dynasty, you could say, off of it, of Crosby and Malkin. Yep. The Capitals, they won a cup 2018, Backstrom and Kuznetsov. Last year, all the St. Louis Blues, Ryan O'Reilly. Um, is Braden Chesner? No, he's a winger, I think. Um, well, Tyler Bozak, Sammy Blay, that, that entire team just was filled to the brim with depth. Yeah, right on. That's, a, just, good, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Center depth. Man. And, yeah, no, Braden Chesner is indeed a center, my friends. So, yeah. All right, right on. Well, good luck yeah. to everybody this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, Godspeed, Andrew Luck. Yeah, uh, hopefully. Uh, we'll be looking for you in the broadcast booth. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Maybe you might just want to step away from football altogether. You never know. Yeah, I, I have a feeling so, it's um, still in him. And uh, yeah. broadcasting a pretty good paying job. Yeah, so. he was. We saw it happen with Tony Roma. I feel like Andrew Luck would be a pretty good commentator. Yeah. He sounds like one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so, um. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. All right, from, take it uh, out. Yeah, from. From the Shared Universe Podcast Studio, Ming Chen, I'm Cameron Woolley. Stay class in New Jersey.